Argos moving toward the Gardner from right to left. There's the kickoff, and it's underway, and it will be Chandler Worthy taking it inside the far numbers at the 10 to the 15 to the 20. He'll look to the sideline at the 25 and be brought down to the 28-yard line, and that's where Big Play VA will put the ball in play for the Alouettes. Fifth-year player out of the University of Oregon last week. Not a great night for him. Uh, He was 18 of 32 for 250 yards, one touchdown, a couple of interceptions. No, he's looking to bounce back, especially them letting that game away. You know, they had control of that game. Stand back goes down. They kind of go into a tailspin there and were really, really in that game in a position to win, but weren't able to get it done late. He'll be looking to rebound. We're going to go with two receivers to the near side, including Eugene Lewis. Ball on the left hash mark on this first down from the 28-yard line. They'll go ground game, nothing doing for Antwi. He'll get swallowed up whole on first down. It's second and ten. That's the Toronto Argonauts defense we got used to seeing last year against almost fresh fresh running backs, especially the first game of the season here at home against Brady Oliveira. He, they held him to almost nothing, and you, already you're seeing signs of that defense being dominant. Hergie Maiola, Jake Winicky, Eugene Lewis, Tyson Philpott, Kion Julian Grant, Reggie White Jr., pretty good receiving core in Montreal. Second down, they gave him a yard to the 29. They need nine. Ball still on the left hash mark. Three to the top. Back to pass. VA steps up. Roll, roll, and down he goes. Sacked inside the 25-yard line. It was a meeting at the quarterback. Don't know who will get credit, but it was Sean Oakman who was there first. Sean Oakman. Hendricks was in there, but who really started this was Shane Ray coming off the edge. He puts pressure on uh, Vernon Adams Jr. early. It forces them out of the pocket, and the interior guys are able to clean up here. Joseph Zima is the punter. He's the global, and it will be Javon Leake, who is so dynamic at the University of Maryland. All Big Ten there. He showed a lot of moves, a lot of juice in the preseason. I know you saw a lot of him in camp. Looking forward to what he can do. Here's the kick. Not bad. It'll corkscrew down. Leak looking into the sun. He picks it up at the 45 and takes it to the 50. That was dangerous, but he made a nice grab to hang on to the football. And the Argonauts start with great field position, led by number four, McLeod Bethel Thompson, in his fifth year in the league out of Sacramento State via UCLA. Uh, Ten games last year for the Argonauts. Finished with 66.3% completion rate, 2,300 yards, 12 TDs, 11 interceptions. And he's got a lot of talent to work with this season. We'll get into that as this drive continues. They'll put it in play from the 49-yard line left hash mark, and it will be Andrew Harris alone setback. The sun is problematic right now for the Argos. They'll go to Harris. A gap will get across the 50 to the 53-yard line, maybe the 52, so he'll get three and a half to four yards. So that's the thing about Andrew Harris. Like When he has almost a bad play, it still ends up being three or four yards, right? So And that always gives your offense a chance, right? It's not a lot of plays you have for second and long, but when you can get in that six, seven-yard range, you the playbook opens up and you have more options on second down. Speedy Banks and Devaris Daniels both on the near side. Back to pass Bethel Thompson. He's looking this way, gets rid of the football. He's got a man. It is complete to Andrew Harris out of the backfield who lowers the boom on a Montreal defender, moves the sticks. It's an Argonaut first down, down to the Montreal 40. Already you see why Andrew Harris is one of the most complete backs in this league. Once on the ground and then second down, he's able to convert on the, uh, and through the air, 
with his catching ability, then this is what he does best, lowering his shoulder, getting extra yards, moving the team downfield by will. Ball still on the left hash mark. Gittens will go up top. Daniels will go in motion and join him. Ambles goes that way as well, and they're going to run a counter this side to Harris again. And the Andrew Harris show continues. He'll take it down to the 35-yard line inside the 35 for five and a half. We're talking about the chip being on the shoulder. Every time Andrew Harris has touched the ball so far in this game, it has been every single time the Toronto Argonauts have snapped the ball, he's looked like he's been running He's running angry. And we want to see that all season long. If this team is going to be successful, it's going to be on the back of Andrew Harris first. They need a short five here for the first down with the ball just inside the 35. They've got to get to the 30. Three receivers up top. Ambles again goes in motion from left to right. Again, they'll give the ball to Harris, and again, he'll get the first down. Powering his way down to the 28-yard line for a gain of seven, and it's another Toronto first down. Already you're seeing how this team is different from last season. Last year, I don't remember a time where you could just give the ball to one guy and have you have him get you down the field, right? So now Andrew Harris is coming off because he needs a, a break because he's touched the ball literally every single time, and it's almost 30 degrees outside. <laughs> Load management, right? Let's go back to the uh, Kauai school. And Dan Adababoye is in. In his first CFL game, he'll stand behind McLeod Bethel Thompson as they go double tights here and give the ball to Adababoye, who will carry the ball inside the 25 to the 24. So he'll get four yards on his first CFL carry. And you can already see the difference in, in lineman play from last year. I mean, this line is moving Montreal back. And who, no matter who's back there, they're getting at least three, four yards on every carry. And that time is Dan Adeboboye. He's able to get five yards and put his team in a good position for a second down conversion. If they can get the middle linebacker, Trey Watson, to treat, you know, cheat up the line of scrimmage a little yeah. bit more, it's going to open a lot in the middle. Second down, and we'll call it six. Bethel Thompson has a man. It is caught. Tavares Daniels, spin move to the 15 to the 10. It's another Argonaut first down. From where they mark it, it's going to be first and goal from just inside the 10. That play right there, the Argonauts caught Montreal in a man-to-man defense. Tavares Daniels has Chris Ackie on him, and that's a matchup he should win every single time. He does on this out route, and he's able to get more yards after the play, spinning inside and getting more yak yards for his team in the red zone. Crowds into it. First down Argos inside the 10-yard line. Speedy B goes wide to the right. Tavares Daniels goes with him. And that will leave Phillips and uh, Ambles and Gittens to the near side. They empty out the backfield. Bethel Thompson gets rid of it, incomplete. Uh, somebody came clear on a blitz for Montreal. He threw it in the direction of Brandon Banks and maybe thankfully overthrew him at second and goal. Yeah, that was a dangerous throwaway because Brandon Banks was not expecting the ball. And it, it was a bit high. And it it could have really could have been... A pick six if the defender was in the right spot, but thankfully it hit the ground and the Argos lift to play another down. That's where the arm strength of McLeod Bethel Thompson comes in. He may have known that that was going to be thrown yeah. away. So Harris is back in the game. Three receivers to the right, two to the near side. Alouette show blitz, they bring it. Bethel Thompson picks it oh, up, no. throws it to the end zone, and it's going to be. Oh, is that picked? Yes. Incomplete. Just didn't work. Somebody was on the wrong page, and the Alouettes flirt with danger and escape without giving up a point. That's a costly turnover for the Toronto Argonauts. Yeah, it looked like the Argos have a corner route called here for Cam Phillips. Uh, there might have been miscommunication because McLeod Bethel Thompson probably thinks it's man, 
but he ends up with the zone and throws the pick. Mike Jones with the interception. Uh, the Alouettes will take over first and 10 when we come back. No score nicely underway in the first quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Almost six minutes into this game, Alouettes will take over to their own 25. Yeah, that play looked like McLeod Bethel-Thompson thought it was man, but it ended up being a zone, so Montreal did a great job of disguising their defense. But going into the sun in that area, it's, it's, t- it's easy to, to miss people. And there's just an all-white sign down in that corner. So, you know, Montreal can kind of hide guys in there. And uh, unfortunately for the Argos, it's a turnover. But that's a good job by Mike Jones holding on to that ball. It looked like, oh, it might be incomplete. We're well, watching they, the replay here, and it looked like he juggles the ball late. They challenge everything. I guess he got his hand underneath it. They Sorry, they review everything on a turnover automatically. So they're still waiting here. And I think the I think the, by the command center, and it was ruled to be an incomplete yeah. pass. There we go. So they did look. They're going to look at it automatically. Yeah. Oh, it is incomplete. I'm sorry. It is incomplete. So now the Argonauts are going to get the uh, <laughs> the bonus here of maybe being able to come out. Good eye. I didn't. I didn't uh, look at the replay. Yeah. It I was doing some math work up here, which is a lot less fun. And it did come out. It hit. And then it hits again and comes out after. Oh, he caught it with his legs yeah. on the way through. So it had hit the ground first. As he was spinning, the ball actually came up, and he grabbed it with his legs after it came loose. But it'll be Boris Beatty instead with an opportunity for a 17-yard field goal this year, 84.8% last year. And this is obviously within his range. It's up. Argos get three. Thanks to the replay. So the BD3 oh. means it's 3 nothing, and the Argos take the lead. We'll take the timeout. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. A bomb for Boris of 17 yards, but hey, it's better than the interception. The Argos draw first blood. So, again, one of the rule changes after a field goal for the longest of times, the team would take it at the 35. Now you get a chance to take it at the 40, again, to try and promote more scoring. I like that. That was one of the rule changes I like. I know, you know, the automatic 15s for no yards, you didn't like that one. No, but anything no. for more offense, I'm, I'm all for. Says the former receiver, Natea <laughs> J. I'm Mike Hogan. Welcome aboard. Another season of Argo football on TSN 1050. So the Alouettes with a one-yard run and a sack on their first possession. We'll see what they can do here from their own 40. Antwi is the running back. And we have motion, and I think it was Landon Rice, the offensive tackle on the right side, that came out of his stance early. And this will push him back five. Here's Dave Foxcroft. Procedure, Montreal number 55. Five-yard penalty remains first down. In his eighth year out of the University of Manitoba, 6'6", 317. When you're 6'6", 317, you can't hide, especially when you're on the end of the line. Absolutely. A man that big. And the thing is, you can't stop when you start moving either. <laughs> Nor should you. <laughs> Nor should you because I've seen weirder injuries, put it that way. Yep. Argos move this time, so it's payback. It's a freebie for Vernon Adams who will go over the middle of the 42-yard line for a gain of 6 or 7. What do you do here, Coach? It was obviously Shane Ray got in a little bit earlier on the one side. 
No, I, 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 take, I take the penalty. You can't yeah. get back first first and, and, and ten. First and ten as opposed to second and nine. Yep. And that's what they will do. They'll spot it at the 40. Number five. Five yard and it penalty. was Shane Ray, Repeat. the former first-round first pick of the Denver Broncos. Consensus All-American. The SEC Defensive Player of the Year when he was at Missouri. You have to have some skills. <laughs> To be the best defensive player in that conference. Yeah, and at a school like Missouri, which is one of the mid-tier schools in that in that conference, that means you're you're making plays week after week against the best caliber athletes. So it's a first and ten for the Alouettes as we reset. Here comes some pressure. Play action. Adam stumps it off underneath behind the line of scrimmage. It will be caught and taken down as Regis Sibasu, the former Argonaut out of the University of Montreal, who played for Danny Machocha, the GM. They'll gain two yards. It'll be second down and long. This was an unbelievable play by Shane Ray. There's a, a, a receiver coming through the backfield right at him, and he's able to affect him but also keep eyes on Vernon Adams Jr. Then when the receiver catches the ball, he's able to track him down on the sideline. That is three things he did absolutely well for a defensive end. That is, uh, it bodes well for this season if he's able to diagnose plays like that. Second and eight. Argos in a 30 front. They'll drop everybody else back. And send a fourth man. Back to pass is Adams. He'll go over the middle, and it is intercepted or dropped. Did that ball hit the carpet? Still haven't seen McFadden. a ruling, and now the back judge will come up and say it was an incomplete pass. McFadden was there, who is a major, major ball hawk. Speaking of great university players, had eight interceptions in his sophomore year at Florida State, won the Jack Tatum Award as the NCAA's top defensive back, and was a final for, finalist for the Bronco Nagurski Award for the top defensive player in the NCAA as a DB. I've seen him uh, just in our preseason game, and I tell you what, I'm excited to see what he can do, because this is his first year in the CFL, and he is a ball player. Zima's wobbly punt will hit at the 29 and take a big Alouette's bounce. On the second hop, Javon Leak picks it up. Gets a block, but then runs into three Alouettes at the 15-yard line. And now we get uh, some pushing and shoving and no flag. Wow, there are a couple of, I guess the officials didn't see that. But Adarius Pickett threw a couple of punches there and got away with it. So uh, that's interesting. Put that one down for the next special team appearance. Absolutely. When we come back, Argonauts will take over first and 10. They lead 3-0. You're listening to Argonaut Football on TSN 1050. Mike Hogan to Taya J with you at BMO Field. Argo's season opener. Seven minutes exactly remaining here in quarter number one. It's 3-0. Argo's on a 17-yard field goal on uh, from Boris Beattie on the Argo's first possession. Where McLeod Bethel Thompson was 2 of 4 for 31 yards. Andrew Harris, 3 for 16 on the ground, 1 for 17 through the air. It was a good start, especially by Andrew Harris. But that's what one of the problems that plagued the Argos last year is getting the ball into the red zone and not finishing for touchdowns. We saw, and we love Beattie, but we saw a little bit too much of him in the red zone. <laughs> so that's an that's a issue that needs to get fixed during the regular season if this team is going to take that next step uh, leap. Ball at the 15-yard line. Argonauts will take over first and 10 there. Speedy Banks will come to the near side along with Devaris Daniels. Three receivers in a bunch to the right. Ball on the left hash mark. Argos moving right to left. They'll give the ball to the back. And again, here's Harris. Hurdles the man at the 25 and is taken down at the 32-yard line. Air Harris. First down Argos. 
Unbelievable job by Andrew Harris. So far this game, we've seen him run a guy over. We've seen him catch the ball, then run a guy over. Now we've seen him hurdle. He's shown the full arsenal here in Toronto. His first game in double blue. That chip on that shoulder is unreal right now. He is doing a fantastic job so far this game. First down at the 32-yard line, and they will go to the ground game again up the middle, and that's good for about three yards. And it will be second down and manageable. As Ricky Ray used to say, he said, well, second and seven is better than second and ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right? Ricky was just, I mean, we talked to Mikhail Beth Thompson, and he said Ricky was just so good at going through his breeze no matter what the situation was. And that guy was a machine. And I'm looking forward to seeing what Mikhail Beth Thompson can do uh, taking that tutelage into, into his play this year. Banks and Devaros Daniels go to the boundary side back to pass Bethel Thompson throws a dart to the 45 yard line Curly Gittins Jr. an all-star from a year ago with his first catch it's an Argo first down a gain of 13. That's that connection that developed last year that led to Curly Gittins Jr. being a all-star receiver but McLeod Bethel Thompson as soon as Curly Gittins feels the hole he enters it the ball's right on him not a lot of quarterbacks can make that throw with that type of velocity and it's a thing of beauty. Three receivers to the far side. There's a tight end in on the right side in the person of Declan Cross. Harris behind McLeod Bethel Thompson. Ball on the left hash mark. Argos moving right to left. They'll give the ball to Harris again. Kicks it out. Gets to the 49 for a gain of four. Harris is just so special to watch when he's on your team. I've watched this guy tear teams apart so many years, and his little things that he does, the Montreal has bring a blitz. They're all crashing in. Takes one sidestep. And instead of him being down at the line of scrimmage, he's able to gain four or five yards and put your team in a manageable second down situation. Cross out. Banks back in. Speedy will go wide to the right again with Daniels. Ball right in the middle of the field. Montreal on a 40 front. Three receivers come to the near side. Harris to the right of Bethel Thompson, who drops back, steps up on a crossing route. One hand in and out of the handle of the receiver by Devaris Daniels, and it's picked off. And taking it back all the way to the end zone is Darius Williams. And this one will be reviewed to see if he was down by contact. We saw a play similar to this a week ago where the, the uh, interceptor was ruled down by contact. So we'll see what happens here. As it stands now, it's a Montreal touchdown. Watching it live, it looked like DeVaris Daniels got a hand on him before he was able to... Uh, go to the ground. So it's going to be reviewed. It's going to be really tight. Did he touch him before he caught the ball, or did he touch him after? That's going to be key. And we're watching the replay right now. It I wasn't was, a horribly thrown football. Maybe like six inches. I don't in front, know. But he got a hand on it. It looks good right now. But we'll see. Our angle was a little bit it, impaired. It does look like Montreal is going to get the touchdown here. Yeah. But we will find out. It's not and looking that quieted good. quieted this building down in a hurry. The angle we had, uh, it, it was hard to tell, but also his reaction. He also, the way he got up, it was like, oh, my goodness. His teammates were all telling him to get up because they all saw that he didn't get touched. This angle should tell us a lot better. Did the bars touch him? Yes, yes he, he does. Did. He's okay. down. This is coming back. It should. And this is taking a while, so I think they're trying to mar- figure out how much time left on the clock and where the ball should be spotted. Originally, I thought it was good. Oh, After sorry. the interception, the player was down with contact. 
which is the proper call. It will go as an interception. Montreal will dodge the bullet. And down 3 nothing. will take over the football in Toronto territory. We'll see where they mark it precisely. But Vernon Adams and the offense comes back on the field. 3 nothing. Toronto, 4-11 remaining in the opening quarter. That's the second time the Argos have gotten fortunate with uh, interceptions. I mean, the first time it was dropped in the end zone, they were still able to get three points. But this time they were able to take seven points off the board because DeVaris Adams was able to get his hand on on the on the defender but we've the Toronto Argonauts have got to clean up the turnovers here that's two potential turnovers in in four drives first and 10 from the Argonaut 53 and play action on first down Adams wanted to go deep he doesn't he's going to sprint out wide to the far sideline to the 50 to the 45 and step out of bounds close to first down yardage they will mark it at the 42, which will be good for an 11-yard gain and a first down. That's one of the keys to the game I, I brought up earlier in the pregame show. I said we had to keep Vernon Adams in the pocket. And if you're able to do that, force him to be a passer, then you can get turnovers. But if you let him at the pocket, this is one of the most, the best athletes in the entire league playing quarterback, almost like a receiver or running back when he has the ball in his hands in the open field. You don't want him in that situation. Keep him in the pocket and you'll have better success. Argos in a 40 front. He knocked Wamba in the middle. They show blitz. They come. It's a running play to Antwi, who will get inside the 40 to about the 36. That'll be good for six or seven and make it second and very reasonable for the Alouettes in Argo territory, trailing 3 nothing. Yeah, this is a good run by Antwi, and you know William Stanback is, is one of the best running backs in the league because he's able to provide power with speed, and Antwi has a little bit of that. He showed us a little bit of that last week. So he's no slouch back there. He can he can do some things, but now can he be as consistent as what it remains to be seen? Antwi will stand to the left of Adams, now end up right behind him. Argos packing it in here on second down and three. And it will be Adams again keeping it and being tackled at uh, after a one-yard gain at the 35-yard line. They'll be three yards shy of the first down. And for Kahari Jones, I assume... He'll be thinking three points here, and out comes the field goal team led by Laval's David Cote. This is a good job by the Argos defense for corralling Vernon Adams Jr. He wanted to get out of the pocket. He wanted to make things happen with his legs, but the Argos were keen in in that moment, kept him towards the middle of the field where they were able to get multiple defenders on him and, and bring him down. Great job by the Argos defense in, in limiting Montreal to only a three-point try after giving the ball in their own territory. This will be from 43. Kick is up. Ooh, it's starting to hook, and he held it on just inside the left upright. And from 43 yards out, it's three points for the Alouettes, and it's tied at three with 2.07 remaining here in the opening quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on the home of the Boatman. This is TSN 1050. That's Natea J. My name's Mike Hogan. It's Argo Football. So next week it's out to BC where they had a ridiculously fun time in their opener. 34,000 people and 59 points on the scoreboard for the home team. Uh, so next week, it's uh, next Saturday night, 10 o'clock Eastern. You can hear the game on TSN 1050. And then the next home game is July 4th against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Bombers were here for the third game of the season last year. Might have been the Argos' best effort of the season. It was a 30-23 win. Uh, in a game that really wasn't as close as the score indicated. But tickets, Argonauts.ca. would love to have you come on out. Hopefully the Argos have a win or two under their belt. 
by the time they host the defending Grey Cup champions two times. First down for the 40-yard line. Bethel Thompson to Speedy B on an end around of the 40 to the 43. He'll get taken down there after a gain of three yards. First time Speedy touches the ball in our Argo uniform. No, when the Argo signed Speedy B, it was so weird starting to think about him in double blue after so many years in Hamilton, black and yellow. But, you know, what you've said, that chip on the shoulder is huge. He's looking to rebound after a, a, a year below his standards. I'm excited what, what he can do. That play right there obviously didn't work, but it shows the coaches trust his speed and to be able to put him in that situation. It's going to work out more times than not this year. minute and a half left in the opening quarter. 3-3, Argos second and seven. Bethel Thompson back to pass. Four-man rush is flushed out of the pocket. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Does he want to run? Here he goes, and he'll get the first down. McLeod Bethel Thompson needed seven, got nine. It's a first down. During our preseason game, you know, the way he was moving, I thought he started doing Pilates or yoga or something, but his he looks lighter on his feet this year than I remember him all last year, and we also know that this guy's a leader. He's not afraid to do whatever it takes to get the first down, and you like to see it early here. I have a new best friend, by the way. Who? Mark Bethel. Oh. McLeod's dad had a chat with him today when doing a piece for Father's Day. Yeah. McLeod isn't even the most interesting person in his family. He's like fifth on the depth chart. He's, he's pretty work. interesting. Absolutely. Oh, an, an end around again on an inside handoff to the receiver. As, again, they try to get Javon Leak involved for the first time today, aside from his returns. And it, it works for two and a half, but that might set something up later. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just him being involved in the offense here in the first quarter, he's going to have some packages. I remember he brought, uh, Foster from last year, you know, DJ Foster from last year, you know, uh, Dinwiddie, whatever your skills are, he's going to find a way to incorporate you in the offense. Devon Lee has a lot of skills, and we're going to see a lot of him this year. Brandon Banks, single coverage to the near side with tight coverage of the line of scrimmage. They're going to come to the near side again to Daniels, who catches the ball inside the 50, shy of the 49. It'll be a yard and a half, maybe a yard and three quarters. I think they'll go for this. Shy of the first down, and they're going to bring out the bigs. They're not messing around here. They're not messing around. It is more than a yard. We'll call it a, a yard and a half to go. Ball halfway between the 49 and the 50, and Ryan Dinwiddie going to roll the dice. I like this call, uh, especially early in the game. You want to well, set the tone. Andrew Harris has been almost impossible to stop for the Alouettes, and again, they're going to come oh. up the line of scrimmage, maybe try to draw them offside. Yeah, they're drawing them offside. They're going to, And that's exactly what they're going to do. They're not going to run a play. Back they go. They'll be punting. That's a great job of discipline by the Montreal defense. You know, a lot of times you can, you know, you know, get catch a team napping and, you know, trying to anticipate the, the snap. This is the fifth game so far in a CFL. That's the third time I've seen yeah. that in a CFL yeah. game. They're trying. They're None trying. of the defenses are biting, though. No, so we'll get a first look at John Haggerty, the Aussie, first uh, pick in the global draft for the Argonauts this year. In the Ottawa game, he averaged 53.2 per punt. And they're going to move this back to the 54. So he'd really like 53.2 here out of bounds. Yeah. No, he was impressive, especially in the preseason. Out of Western Kentucky, all conference down there. And this guy has a leg. Six foot five, two twenty-five. And this one is a directional kick. It'll hit inside the 20 and roll and roll. Oh. And he just missed the corner. It bounced right and right into the end zone, and he'll get his first point in the CFL. He claps his hands, uh, frustrating. 
He was looking for the corner, didn't get it, but the Argos take the lead. It's 4-3 on the final play of quarter number one. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050.